Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Claudia, it's time for some bold resolutions. We start 2012. You know, we're having fun using the tradition of having a New Year's resolution to choose some new things and to give ourselves some focus. But we are saying that this year we need to be bold in our resolutions because we are kind of stuck in a slow economy and a kind of a fearful environment of people not wanting to commit or hire or move forward. So we're going to have some fun with some topics on having bold resolutions. Yes, we talked about last week just this um, different approach that we're suggesting and um, getting out of sort of this culture of fear and caution and paralyzation and moving towards being proactive and paying attention. And we, we talked a little bit about not being irresponsibility or rashness as we've seen in the past. So today we're thinking, we're talking, excuse me, about thinking outside the box. So how do we do this, Carl? We're in our cubicle. We are in our office. We're thinking about our team. We're thinking about our product or, you know, whatever we're going to sell or make or the service we provide. How do we start thinking outside the box? Well, if you're going to have a resolution that you're going to think outside the box this year, one of the things, first thing you want to do, of course, is an understanding of what's your box. I mean, a lot of our problem is that we don't know that we have a way we do something and that we've been approaching it the same way all the time, or our frame of reference, or we're coming at it from a certain frame of reference. We think, well, we're seeing everything objectively. This is just the way it is. And what reality is, is we all come to everything we do in life with the frame of reference and the starting point. And it's difficult to kind of challenge that and say that there's other ways of looking at things, other ways of doing things. So the first thing we want to do is say, you know, what's my box? How do, how do I function? And I didn't mean to make that negative. What we do works. You know, it's getting us by. But we're, we're stuck and the economy's not moving. So we want to think differently. Well, let's start with our first analogy. One way of getting outside of your box I like is kind of an analogy out of hiking. And if you can imagine yourselves, you know, out on a trail, seeing beautiful scenery and walking along a stream and over a little hill and around the corner, you can't see everything. You can see what you can see. And there's forests and hills and all sorts of stuff blocking the view. So one thing you can do is get another perspective. And so from where you're currently standing, it feels like you can see everything. If you happen to walk, you know, way over there and up the hill a little and look back this way, the same situation would look completely differently. You would be astounded at how different it looks from a different vantage point. So one way we can get outside of our box is get different vantage points. And in whatever you do and with whomever you're doing it, the question you're asking is, what are other vantage points I can take? Another vantage point might be another person's point of view from a different role, from a different part of the department. Another vantage point might be what a different department, how a different department functions. So the vantage point from the accounting department is going to be different than the vantage point from the sales team, which is going to be different from the vantage points of those trying to make something. And go and see how the same situation looks from a different vantage point. So getting a different perspective helps you get outside of your own, and you'll be astounded of what you'll see. 2012, the year of getting to a different vantage point. 
get outside the box. Well, I'm curious, um, what is your box? Because I think this actually might be the biggest hurdle for us is that we don't realize how we're held in by a certain, we talked a little bit about this a little bit when we talked about our romantic notions podcast that we sort of are holding on to the way we do things or holding on to the way we present things or the way we we've always done it. So that's, I think the hardest thing for me would be to actually even if something's running well and it runs pretty smoothly, unless there's something that I want to tweak, unless there's something that isn't going well, it's probably hard to discern what the box is. So I don't know. I mean, I I like the way that you said, you know, seek advice from the outside or or do, but is there a way, something practical we could kind of go through and look at our process? That's a good question. And I guess just for fun, the answer I want to have is no, there's not because you can't get out of your own eyes. You're going to look through your own eyes and we don't want to make that a bad thing. What you bring and your perspective you bring is great. So that's not, we don't want to critique that. What we want to say is that the world's much bigger than that and the way different people function is very diverse so the practice and so now back to the your question and where the answer is yes is one is you can get around people who are different than yourselves so the first one get a different vantage point look through another set of eyes you know organizationally but there's also get yourself around people who are different than you So for example, some people see all the practical things that need to be done really well. And so anytime you're talking about how to do something, they see the whole process, they see everything that has to be done. And they're just very detail-oriented. They know what works and then what doesn't work. Now, someone else might not be able to see a detail if it was staring them in the face. And they're very process-oriented and they see the outcome and they can see along the way that it's moving toward that outcome because that outcome is real clear in their mind. They got a very picture, a beautiful picture of where they want it all to end up. And these are very different ways of approaching the same set of problems. So if you can get around people who are different, and here's the clue to find out who those people are. They are invariably the people who drive you crazy because you initially react to their different style. You initially feel their style is, is maddening. So just like, I'm trying to talk about the big picture and you keep bringing up these small little things. Well, that's just because they are experiencing the same thing differently. So that's one way people are different. People who see the whole and can organize everything to fill the whole and people who see the parts, and when they know all the parts, they flourish. Now, there's other people, you know, in working styles, you know, vary across a lot of things. We've come up with a lot of examples of how um, people approach things differently. And to get around those things, to be around a detailed project-oriented person, if you're a relational, you know, decision-making type person, kind of breaks you out of that thinking. But why we don't do that ordinarily is because those things rub us the wrong way. So, if, for example, if I have an idea and a detail person says, this, this, and this won't work, we don't see that as good, helpful, out-of-the-box information. We experience that as negative, resisting criticism. We're offended. And instead, you know, that's like a gift. Oh, a whole other perspective. And, you know, from the very narrow point of view, we're going to run into certain things. We should be receiving that completely differently. So... Let's go somewhere else entirely with this. Well, I guess one of the things <laughs> I was thinking about as you said that is um, 
if there's some kind of some a practical example so people know can kind of picture how they're going to go about this thinking outside the box. So one of the things I was thinking of is um, at this point, I think most of us feel paralyzed because there's no money. There's no money to do this. There's no money to hire this. There's no money to, you know, we're just to feel constrained by financial constraints. So how do we think outside the box with financial constraints? So I would just parse the sentence if you want something practically to do. This parse the sentence, and the two things that were in there was can't find and money. One is you would say maybe we need to look somewhere completely different for sources of money. Maybe we need to challenge how we get investment, get the money. It's on that side. And then on the other issue, you know, the money is maybe money's not what you need. So then you take that other part and say, okay, what if that's an assumption? So how do I break out of that? We're not looking at a major kind of skill that nobody has. It's just taking what we're looking at and saying, maybe the picture's bigger than that. And if we can't, don't have the money to make something happen, what if, some, what if money wasn't the issue? What if there was another way to make something happen? And that's, so you're just trying to get on different, almost brainstorming different options than the subject and the verb of your current sentence. Well, it strikes me too, as you were saying that, do we need the money? Do we actually, that we probably need to think outside the box. I think sometimes we want to be better, bigger, make more, you know, mm-hmm. expand, because that's the way we think a business should be. But on the other hand, when you ask a question like that, is it in fact what we need? You could be doing something really well. That's really your niche, your, your winner that you're not really seeing because you're trying to. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a lot of, for the money question of what's going on is people in the money investing business are looking for the opportunities that can get them, you know, 25% a year in five years. And those opportunities aren't out there. So they're sitting on their money. Well, those opportunities may never be there again on that scale. So are they looking other places? Is there, is there a, is anyone testing the assumption whether that's a reasonable value to hold? And yes, then the whole world you know, starts breaking open. And then you realize you're not in a box at all. It's not like the box, you know, you have a little four inch by four inch box and you just discovered it's eight inch by eight inch. You know, you've just discovered <laughs> that there are, there are no walls and, you know, the opportunities are limitless. But you have to be willing to just start asking these questions that are using, you know, the most simple level, a different subject, a different verb to, to the sentence you're starting with. Well, I'm sure we'll be kind of looking at this concept of thinking outside the box a little more as we go through our next topics. And next week we'll be talking about bold resolutions when it comes to hiring meeting people. We are on the web at boldenterprises.com. We always welcome your comments, suggestions, questions, and rants. (laughs) We'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.